Savage Mind Podcast listeners, for those of you who don't know, I am Jason, I am Hector, I am Mr. Savage, I am Asshole, I am, I can't stand that motherfucker, I'm, I love that guy, I'm whatever you say I am, and everyone has their own definition and perception and experience with me, and probably rightfully so, they're probably all correct, depending on what situation or environment or experience they had with me or what situation, like I said, what situation we were in, no apologies here. If I feel like I need to apologize, no one has to force me to do that. No one will encourage me. No one will summons me. No one will pressure me or manipulate me to do so. I will do it on my own. For, you, for those of you that don't know, the brand is Savage Mind Designs. The podcast is Savage Mind Podcast. The fucking mission, the lifestyle is savagery. Savage law, I live by the savage code, by my own definition. For those of you that don't know, it might take a while, but you will find out about that soon enough. Fuck, man. I hope everyone's doing great. I hope you're savaging the fuck up your life. I hope you're making the necessary adjustments, not the comfortable adjustments, uh, and doing what is necessary to live a life in full action and savagery, which is not being a bitch, which is not being soft, which is not being weak, which is not being needy, which is not being very much the fucking victim. Man, I had uh, two podcasts that I wanted to do in a 10-day period, my two in a week or two in 10 days, and I did not get that done. Had a little, little, not a celebration. We didn't do a celebration. We don't, we don't celebrate over everything. We don't celebrate the weekend. We don't celebrate every time we watch a, a game. We don't, well, I don't really watch fights at all. I mean, I used to like to fight, and I don't fight no more, but uh, some people always need a reason to get fucked up and to uh, drown out. Their, their 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 everyday life so every weekend is a reason to to party and uh celebrate but we had one of our children's uh my daughter's birthday this weekend and it wasn't anything but out to dinner and a few drinks and uh when your kid when your kids get grown even if they live close sometimes you don't see we don't live that far from each other but we still don't see each other sometimes for a couple weeks at a time and it was good to catch up with her and we had some grandchildren this weekend and sometimes i forget I mean, I look at that I have children the age that I do, <laughs> and uh, I have grandchildren, and I guess sometimes I feel my age, sometimes I don't. I also started young, but sometimes it doesn't set with me that I'm the age I am, but then again, I forgot what it feels like to be 10, 20 years younger, which is... I don't know how I felt at 26. Uh, I don't know how I felt at 36. I know how it feels now. And one of the the mindsets that I've really put into my life and and, and adopted is uh, people say, ah, you're old as you feel. You're old as you live. And I've talked about this in the past podcast, which is uh, I don't think you get older, you slow down. I think you do more. Now, it depends on what 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 direction and what we're talking about, which is, you know, I love to drink beer. I love to drink wine. I love to have a good time. Uh, 
but I don't like hangovers so much no more. So if people want to uh, talk about that getting older, you know, like I said, we went on a family vacation, uh, no, excuse me, we went on a, our vacation for me and my wife, my mama Sita. We travel alone. We travel to places with no children. Uh, this was a few months back, back in September. We, Our goal is every year, but it, sometimes it happens every two or three years. And it, it needs to be more because we only get so many fucking revolutions in this life to do whatever we're going to do. And uh, even if you if you do certain things a, co- a couple of times once a year and you add that up at your life, especially if you got started late, you, you got to add that up. And how many times are you really going to do that? But, uh, you know, we spent like five days in Mexico and I can think of, I drank every day because I was on vacation and that's what I wanted to do. We was without children, without grandchildren, and we know it's going to be a while before we do that again. And I probably had a reasonable hangover one night. Well, how we do it when we go places is, uh, by ourselves alone, adult environment, is we date we're day drinkers. We usually get up and we, eat, you know, I usually get I, my my workouts are not the same as they are at home, or especially if I'm training for something right now. Specifically at this moment, I'm not training for anything. While we were on vacation in Mexico a few months ago, I was kind of training for something, but I still had to modify my workouts. That that meant I hammered before I left, did what I could while I was there. Worked out, I think out of five days, I still worked out four. They 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 were they were nothing fucking intense, nothing fucking crazy. And uh still had a good probably three three of those mornings. I was the first one on the beach in that resort. And uh we usually were I we usually get a workout. Sometimes she does, I do. Uh we have breakfast, we have mimosas and we have drinks and then we day drink and then we shut it down early. So we get up in the morning and we feel fresh. We don't fuck up our whole vacation. But at this point, I'm not I'm not really interested. And, in, you know, I, I look at some of the things that people get told I, in my past. I've done it obliterated, totally fucked up over some basic ass Friday night out to dinner or watching a fucking football game in Texas here. in this part of Texas is Cowboys. It was just a game. And y'all end up getting that fucked up over it where you couldn't go to work on Monday morning or you did go to work and your fucking day was miserable or watching a fight. I mean, it, you, you paid for the fight, you paid for the drinks, and then you paid for the hangover. That's not the lifestyle that we live. That's not the, that's not what I want. I'm drinking a beer right now. I'm drinking my beer of choice right now and because my day's done. Uh, I think it's number two. And uh, I'm relaxing. And I did some... Uh, book note writing and and some podcast writing and did some things I needed to do and when I'm done with this I'm gonna do a little bit more of that then I'm gonna relax for a couple of hours tonight and watch a movie and then I'm gonna get up in the morning and I'm gonna fucking hammer I'm gonna do what I do which that brings me to this I've talked about this in past podcasts and anybody that follows any of my social media sites or knows me in real life one of those things or all of those things knows how fucking passionate I am about this (coughs) excuse me Fucking toxic relationships, whether you have children or not, but especially if you have fucking children. I mean, there ain't enough fucking space that I have on this phone or any of my podcast equipment to talk about this fucking long enough. 
And I'm sure I won't be able to do it in this podcast. I won't be able to do it all. So let me say this at the beginning of the podcast. For anyone that needs to hear it, or if you need to hear it yourself. Like most things I say, most content I put out, most podcasts I do, videos I do, and very much deliberately, unapologetically, how I am in real life. It's probably going to offend you. It's probably going to piss you off. When I lived that life, it pissed me off too. Because I didn't have the tools I do now. You have to watch the people you're around. So let me say this. If you fight every time you drink, then drinking's not the problem. Y'all are the problem. You as the couple, your circle, the people you're around. And let me say this because this will be another podcast. Toxic couples are only around other toxic couples because couples that have a reasonably or great, good or great relationship, they're eventually going to go away. Y'all understand that? Anybody that has a healthy relationship that wants to protect that, not a jealous relationship, not an insecure relationship, not a manipulating relationship, full of jealousy, watching each other, Wondering what the other fuck the other one's doing. Any of that shit. A, a couple that has a healthy relationship is not going to be around you guys very long. As they shouldn't be. Because they need to protect that. And that's what I do with our, that's what we do with our relationship. We're not going to be around anybody like that very long. It does not mean we don't love them. does not mean we don't care about them. And let me tell some of you people something. When you decide, if you decide to get out of that fucked up ass relationship, I don't give a fuck, one fuck how long you've been together, how many fucking kids you have, what kind of fucking house you have, how fucking good y'all look together, it's fucking useless. And you definitely, if you have children, don't even fucking come up with the excuse and the fucking reasoning that you stay together for them, because this ain't never fucking about them. I can fucking speak that from experience. You're doing more harm than good. It's about you and your significant others fucking insecurities. One of you or both of you. And or fear of being alone. That's what it is. It's never about them. It's about your shit. And let me tell you this. Some people that go away do not come back. Just because you decide to change. Just because... Just because you decide to leave and you change your life, that's fucking great. That's what you should do. It's never too late. If you feel like it's too late, then that'll be your fucking life. If you think that way, you've probably already committed, surrendered, and you're defenseless to whoever the stronger personality is in that relationship. And you know it as well as you're listening to this. Just because you change at whatever phase or time in life you decide to does not mean that everybody's going to be on board with it it's the same thing as creating something like i'm doing you make a big change in life whether it be a relationship whether it be job whether it be relocation whether it's trying to write a book whether it's trying to start your own business whether it's going back to school people just don't fucking get on board like okay that was 5 10 15 years ago we're cool with that they don't they like it when you're like you are When you're like them. Because that's how they have company. And that's how you have company. Toxic couples. You take a look around at the couples that you're around. 
There's probably a few couples that have left or just friends. And here's another side note. Couples that are jealous and that are insecure and that are toxic always think they have to be around other couples because if they have hang around an individual without them, they don't trust that. Fucking hitting a nerve right here because it's true. I've told some of our friends, some of our girlfriends, look, in that in certain cultures, they view that as disrespect. That's passed down traditional bullshit. Look, I've told more than one of our girlfriends this. You're our friend. And we got a couple of we got a couple of one of my best friends in the world, a couple of guy friends the same way. It's more common that it's the women. It's just the fucking truth. It's not stereotypical. Stereotypes are for a reason. I've told more than one of them this. Look, let's keep it real. Those fucking dudes don't like me. They don't like me because I got their number. They don't like me because I see right through them. They don't like me because I'm not traditional. They don't like it because I'm not fucking jealous. They don't like it because I'm not insecure. They don't like it because you like talking to me. You like talking to us. They're not my friend. You're our friend. You're my friend. And I don't feel the need to hang around them. So you can hang around us on your own. If that's a problem, then I guess we don't need to hang out at all. If you set those kind of fucking guidelines and fucking parameters, you'll see you'll see who's real. You'll see what they're pulling. Because most of the people I know, they, they haven't got out of anything that they said they was going to do. You think healthy relationships, healthy people that live a productive life. Again, I keep going back. This has nothing to do with money or material things. They actually care about each other. They actually love each other. They actually have a healthy life Physically and more so mentally. Do you think they want to be around y'all's fucked up ass? Ask yourself that. So if you know you're a toxic couple. Whether it be both of you or one of you. But here's the thing. If you've stayed and you've surrendered to that. And you've committed to that. Then chances are if you weren't toxic. You're toxic now. What I always say is. If you have two people in a relationship, one's extremely jealous and the other one is not, whether it be the man or the woman or woman and woman or man and man, whatever it is, the person that's not jealous is not going to turn the jealous person. That's not how it goes. It's like every one of your friends are fucking drug addicts and you're not a fucking addict and you spend a considerable amount of time with them. That's not how it works. If you have fucking one person that's a fucking drug addict and the other four or five are not, and that's the only person, you may be able to turn them. That jealous, insecure, manipulating person is always going to turn you like them, and they'll make you fucking crazy. These people reach out to people. They say they're going to leave. Some post about it, some don't. They go stay with family members. They go... Say they're fucking done. They give them an ultimatum, but then they don't follow through. And if you don't follow through, they know you're not going to do shit. Each time you let somebody overpower you, each time that you don't follow through with the fuck you said you're going to do, they don't fucking take you seriously. And each time that you do that, you give your fucking power away and they know it. They know that they can push it a little bit further each time that you don't fucking pull the trigger and do what the fuck you said you're going to do. They know that they can manipulate you, take advantage of you, cheat on you, mentally and physically abuse you, or one or both, and you're not going to do shit. 
This is real common in certain cultures. I'm not picking on anybody. I'm not picking on any certain culture, any certain race, anything. I'm telling you, y'all the fucking truth, and my listeners know this. It's passed down. It's taught. It's learned behavior. It's taught. It's taught in families. It's encouraged. It's it's taught in religion, in your social circles, and sometimes, a lot of times, when you've made your mind up, you're going to fucking, you're done with this person and you're going to leave this person. You don't want to lose sometimes other family members or the people in that circle. If you're not willing to give up every one of those fucking people, then you don't, you're not fucking serious about it. I had a post today, I believe, today or yesterday. And I was just, I wasn't talking about necessarily relationships. I wasn't talking about necessarily the vaccine. Wherever you stand on that, that's your right. I wasn't talking about anything specific other than everything. And I don't have it in front of me. I'm, I'm, I'm just freestyling this. Most of my shit is freestyle. It was this. Whatever it is you're fucking compelled about, whether it's be getting out of the bad relationship, whether it be making a change with your career or job, whether it's fucking getting clean, whether it's fucking exercising, whether it's fucking about the vaccine, standing your ground, holding the line, standing up for what you say and you claim you believe in. And let me hold hold that thought for a minute. Let me backtrack. I see so many people that really don't know what they believe in. You do what you think you're supposed to do. And it, again, yeah, I'm going to drive this home. It came from your elders. It came from whatever religious structure you have. I'm not picking on anybody's religion. It came from whatever family or, or social environment that you have consumed yourself with. And chances are, because I've told a couple of loved ones this, even in the family I've told them this. Have you ever looked around and realized you're not around anybody else but those people? And these people that even tell me, I never realized that. That's not by accident. That's by design. There's a reason, like I told a couple of our girlfriends, there's a reason those men don't want you talking to me. There's a reason they don't want you talking to us. Because we might, or even some of my guy friends, we might actually give you the power and the tools To know that you will believe in yourself and you can get the fuck out of it. You're around people like that because they all fucking think the same way and live the same life. And what you're told and what we're taught, especially my generation older, is you don't fucking question it. You do what the fuck you're told. This is right. That's wrong. Don't question it. This is what you do. We're taught to stay. We're taught to fucking settle. We're taught to fucking compromise over longevity over how long we've been doing something, no matter how fucked up it is, no matter how fucking ineffective, no matter how unhealthy, if you want to know why your life is like it is, put your fucking home aside, put what car you drive, how you fucking feel, your mental and physical health, everything that goes into that, you look at your fucking relationship. It starts with that. I always say, we put more effort into material things. Buying a fucking flat screen TV. We need bigger. We need better. Buying a fucking car. Then we do our fucking partner in this life. Then we do our career. You pick the wrong partner. And everything else will soon follow. It does not mean you don't like the job or the career you chose. It does not mean you're not comfortable in your house. It means you are fucking complacent. And what you did was you probably compromised 
and settled on everything along the way to keep down a fight. And if you've settled on everything to keep down the fight and just to keep peace, you will remain to do that. You don't have a voice. You don't. And every time you let somebody run over your ass, whether it be your fucking father or mother of your children, your parents, whatever it is, every time you do, you give up your dignity and you give up your fucking pride. And what happens is you don't respect yourself. And they know you don't respect yourself. And as long as someone knows you doesn't respect yourself, they can get away with whatever they want to. Another thing I say, if you can take someone's self-respect and dignity away, you can take every fucking thing else away. I said this. If you are really hell-bent on what you say you stand for, whatever it is, the things I mentioned... Getting out of the bad relationship, making a change, fucking getting on a better diet, exercising, moving, getting out of any toxic. It's not just your relationship. It's not just your spouse, your significant other. It's every fucking relationship, whether it be friends, people you grew up with, people in your community, people at your church. If you go whatever fucking club you're in, sometimes you got to fucking wipe the plate clean and get rid of every one of those motherfuckers connected with them. Sometimes you got to wipe the plate clean of a whole fucking family. You forgive them, but it doesn't mean you need them back in your life. If you are hell-bent on making these changes, you are hell-bent on making a stand, holding the line, and doing what the fuck you say you're going to do. This is brutal, and i talked about this since the past podcast, but I never know who's tuning in for the first time. You'll do whatever's necessary. You, you will realize that it's going to get uncomfortable and it's going to get uncomfortable for a while. That means you give up your luxuries and your extras. That means you may have to go from a decent working class home or ups, whatever it is, upper mid class, whatever you're used to living. And you may have to live in a small apartment. You may have to get a small rent house. You may have to rent a room from somebody. You may have to go maybe get a, use your travel trailer. You, you may have to do you may have to put your children in one room and put them on air mattresses and you, or them on the bed and you an air mattress. You may have to leave that job. Again, I want y'all to go back and listen. This applies to all of these things. If you are hell bent and you are compelled and you believe what the fuck you say you stand for, you may have to take a huge pay cut. You may have to leave the job when they threaten you. This ain't just relationships. This is everything. But the topic of this podcast is toxic relationships. You may have to relocate. You may have to let a whole family go. You may have to let a whole circle go. Hey, this is going to get brutal. You don't have extras. You may have to downsize your life to fit. What you're able to do at that time if you really want to make a change. And it doesn't, you don't know how long it's going to last. You don't know when there's light at the end of the tunnel. You don't know when you get out of this. This is the same thing with success and building anything. You want to do it unscathed. You want to do it without the failures. You want to do it without the heartbreak. You want to do it without the fucking bumps, bruises, cuts, lacerations, stitches, and staples. And concussions. And that's not how the fuck it works. The shit that you're dealing with already. Is worse than that. 
You think it's fucking tough? You think it's difficult? The shit that you're living by fucking choice, because it is your goddamn choice, that shit ain't difficult. At least this is temporary. How temporary? That's up to you. That's up to the situation. That's up to all the elements and everything that factors into it. If you are compelled and you are driven to make these changes, when you get ready to downsize that life, you may have to leave that job for whatever it be. If it be whatever your stance is on the vaccine when you get threatened, if it moving out of town and getting away from people, if it's getting clean, if it's getting away from abuse, maybe you're the fucking abuser. You may have to give up that nicer car you drive. You may have to go back to a cash car. You may have to let your credit go. You may have to file bankruptcy. You may have to go through foreclosure. You may have to go through repossessions. Are y'all fucking ready for that? Are y'all? There's only a few of us that can stomach that shit. I've been through every one of those fucking things. And much more. Everybody can't do it. But are you okay with the life that you subscribe to and committed to? Are you okay with it being just the way it is for fucking now on? We got, we're not, we are, I say it over and over and you hear this and everything. Life is short. Life is short, but we make it even shorter by putting up with the shit that we put up with, by wasting our time, by wasting other people's time, by allowing them to waste our time, by being miserable relationships, working jobs we hate, being gone too much, not spending enough time with our loved ones, not spending enough time in nature, not spending enough time on vacations, not spending enough time fucking creating. How are any of y'all bored? There's too much to do in this life. We make it shorter by doing these things. And then when someone is gone or they get sick, all we want is time back. And we go to the kids. Little children always want their parents together because they don't know no fucking better. And I can tell you this. They're going to let you know about it when when they're older. Let's face it. Y'all would rather sit there and fucking look at each other and make each other fucking miserable to know that the other person is with someone else. I'm going to say something real brutal. And th- this needs to be said. If you're not with that person, you move on, they move on, one of you moves on, the other one don't move on, someone's going to be fucking them. That's the way it goes. And you're going to be fucking someone else eventually. You're not better for staying in the house. You're not better because your kids see their parents together. You say they see that you're committed and that because you're committed to each other. There's worse things than fucking divorce, and it's that shit. There's worse things than staying together, and it's that shit. Somebody gives you a choice, or you got to go over in your mind more than fucking twice. Should you stay, or should you go? Should you leave, or should you stay? If you could take or leave someone, and you know in your mind they could take or leave you, pick fucking go and leave every fucking time. It ain't fucking easy, but it's fucking necessary. You teaching your kids, so if you have girls, and they have a man that beats, even if he don't touch them physically, or he does, but he beats them down mentally, he provides, he goes to work, he loves his children, but he beats their mother down. It doesn't mean the mom, it doesn't mean the, the mom or the woman isn't at fault too. A toxic relationship usually is not fucking one person, but it's just different contributing factors. Which one was more toxic first? Which one fed into it? How did it get to this point? Most of y'all had the seen all, seen all this popularity over red flags right now. Y'all think that shit's funny. It's almost like being toxic and jealous is a fucking statement. Like it's fucking popularity. It's kind of like being a bitch, being a snitch, 
being fucking weak, being a fucking sellout. It's almost like that shit's popular. That ain't, that's never going to be popular to me. So I don't give a fuck if I'm popular. I give a fuck if I'm putting the right content out there. I give a fuck if I do the right thing and I don't go get approval for it. That's not what males like me do. Fuck your popularity. Fuck you weak bitches. That's what I got to say about it. Go fuck yourself. See, some of you that haven't heard me probably think I'm angry. I'm never angry. This is passion. This is fucking purpose. That's what this is. This is what I've lived. And you can't see... Those of you that can't see it, it's because you're still in it. And this is the reason in my real life why these people stay away from me. We give them the tools. We're there for them. But we're not going to fucking enable them. So they go to people that make it okay. They go to couples. They go to family members. They go to friends. that live the same fucking way. So you're telling your children, if you got girls and the dad beats them down mentally, just just say it's at least mentally. You've taught them that that's okay. And if you have a boy, what you're teaching him is that's how you treat a woman. If you're the woman and you dog your fucking man out, you're fucking jealous. You're always in his ass and he's a... I'm not going to say, look, you can't stay with nobody. You shouldn't stay with nobody just because you feel sorry for them. Just because they're a good provider. That's what our fucking parents and grandparents did. They may not even love the motherfucker. You just didn't... You got with them too young and you couldn't lose that. They were the provider. They were the breadwinner. You don't stay. Look, if you got a question, if you feel sorry for someone or you want to stay with them, eh, you know what? Maybe I'll break up in 10, 20 years. Maybe I'm, eh, I'm kind of, you're kind of into them. You can kind of take or leave them. You could go. They'll make you a fucking difference. You don't give a fuck and you chose to stay. Shut the fuck up with that. So if you teach the boy that, how's he going to treat the women? How's he going to treat a girlfriend? How's he going to treat his wife? How's it, how are they going to be when they have children? This is what we talk about generational curses. I don't believe in a lot of that shit. I look at how my dad's life turned out. I look at how my son's life turned out. And I'm not that. It's choices. And I ain't always made the right choices. But this is how we keep that shit going generation to generation. And whichever one in the relationship wants out, you better get away from them fucking traditional people. You better get away from people who go back to religion for everything. You better get away from them people that been married 20, 30, 40 years and longer who you know been unhappy. Whether that be your parents, your grandparents, your aunts, your uncles, your siblings, whatever it may be. Longevity doesn't equal value. What the fuck are you going to do about it? If you are in a toxic relationship, everybody around you suffers. Except the people that are toxic like you. Your children suffer. If you have grandchildren, they suffer. Your friends suffer. And what the reason that most people like this stay away from people like me is because you're fucking embarrassed. You're humiliated. So you go around other people who are also embarrassed and humiliated because it feels comfortable. We don't have to say nothing to you. We just look at you and you know that we know. We can't do nothing but shake our head. I, I can love you. I can support you. But I cannot enable you or feed that. So what I'm encouraging a lot of y'all to do, when you know this is a couple, and you know that they need to end it, especially when they have children, young children, cut off their lifelines. Quit babysitting for them when they go out. Quit telling them whatever they want to do. Quit hanging out with them. Don't go out to eat with them. Don't go on vacations with them. 
Don't invite them to get togethers at the house. You tell you let them know that other person is not accepted. And let me backtrack on that for a minute. Who are most people gonna take their family side? That's normal. That doesn't mean it's right. One of the worst toxic mentalities we have is take up for family at all costs. But if you know, understand, they allow that shit. So it's their fucking fault too. But what you can't do, you may not can change that. You cannot contribute to it as well. I've done this with some stuff recently. I I, I absolutely won't be a part of it. I'm not going to go out of my way to get into it with these people. But I'm not going to walk on eggshells and avoid it either. I'm not going to... Everything about my brand, about my life, about this podcast, about everything that I live is not being fake. And I don't give a fuck who it is. I don't give a fuck if it's a family member. I don't give a fuck if it's an in-law. I don't give a fuck if it's a child. I don't give a fuck if it's an employer. Fucking period. No one's a fucking exception. And I'm not fixing to start now. I let them... I treat people accordingly. But what we do is we walk on eggshells because we're usually afraid whoever that loved one is, they're going to get mad at us or it's going to make it uncomfortable if we get into it with them. Oh, fucking well. It's a difference of of, of going out of your way to do it and just saying, no, I ain't got to be okay with that. I'm not cool with that. We're, we're so used to compliance, complacency, and people being agreeable, even when we know it's fake as fuck. You're not going to get these people to change, and you're not going to change until you put your fucking foot down and say it's enough. This is what we're doing. This is what we will do. This is what we won't do. No fucking compromise. No fucking exceptions. And if you cut off their lifelines, they'll eventually have nowhere to go. These people, we're not going to hang out with you. We're not going to babysit. We're not doing any of these things. We're not going to agree with you. We're not going to listen to your shit anymore. People that go ghost and MIA a lot... It's almost always with some relationship shit. And if you watch, a lot of people, particularly women, not picking on them, love women. And I take up for women a lot. I take up for women more than I do men. But here's the truth. A woman will either, that has a toxic mindset, it was, it was usually learned within the family. That's the truth. And with men... It was usually learned within the family by the males, especially if they're very traditional, especially in certain cultures. So what happens is they go around people. Don't Like I said, it's not an accident. They stay around people who think the same way. There's no fucking reward for this. There's no fucking light at the end of the tunnel. At the end of your life, you don't get extra credit because you stayed and put up with that shit. It's going to make it's going to hurt your fucking health. It hurts your fucking children. So ask yourself. Do you want, if you look at your young children, do you want them to live the life that you're living? It should, women, if you fall apart crying, you fucking should. It does not take strength to stay. It takes strength to fucking walk away. Like anything, when you make a major life change, you're going to get criticized. This is how it goes. Later on, then people come ask you how you done it. You need to be the example. You need to set the example. Instead of being another fucking casualty of what everyone else is that's doing that. This is one of the biggest things in this life. I talked about it in the past podcast probably a year ago. The percentage of people that are unhappy 
in their fucking relationship, or if not miserable. I'm going to find it. I probably got it in my notes somewhere at their job and with their spouse. With their job, it was a little bit lower. One said, most said that, it, that they're happy with their, with their, with their job or their career, but not their spouse. You know why? Because people get together under circumstances they should have not. The grass ain't greener on the other side. Motherfucker, you're in the wrong yard in the first place. Both of you were. You got together for the wrong reasons and you're staying together for the wrong reasons. You ignored those fucking red flags. Just like I talk about women. I know a lot of fucking women. It's either the same fucking relationship back and forth over and over toxic. Or they get with the same, a different person with a different face with the same fucking traits. They create that drama. They live in drama. They don't know how to function without it. You don't love each other more. And let me tell you something, when you wait that fucking long, no matter what you think or what you have planned in your head, you ain't never going to end on your terms. It's never going to end on your terms. And let me tell you a reason for bitterness. The couples that split and get along, where they have children or not, especially if they have children, that can at least be civil to one another. I'm not going to use any examples. I'm not going to say any names. That's not what I do. It's because they ended it fucking swiftly. They seen the warning signs. Doesn't somebody not wanting to be with you, telling you they don't want to be with you, running you in the fucking ground, telling you that they're not happy, tell you they're not attracted to you, tell you that they don't love you. Isn't that fucking enough? Is that not enough? Y'all seen the warning signs and you ignored it. And you dove headlong and you forced it. This is why a lot of people do. When they're about to split up or they have split up or they're fucked up, when they should end it, this is a fucking critical. They dive deeper. Women, do you do that? Guys, do you do that? Especially you women? This is what you do. Hey, we're renting an apartment. We got one kid or we don't have a kid. We don't have nothing in our name together. We could end this right now. Split up, get back together. Let's buy a house. Oh, I'm pregnant again. What the fuck are y'all thinking, man? Do you think that that's going to make it better? Do you think that that's going to make that person love you more? You ain't going to make a man stay if he don't want to be there. I don't give a fuck how fucking good you look, how good you are in bed, how good the sex is, and how many fucking kids you have with him. He's going to do what he's going to do. There's women out there like that too. And it's not fucking okay. We shouldn't say boys should just be boys. Men should be... Uh, men are going to be men. We'll talk about fucking overgrown men children that have uh, have inflated e- egos by the women in their life in another fucking podcast. You're not going to change these motherfuckers, especially if they're over 35. Most likely, they're not going to change. You're going to adapt to their way, and you're just going to fucking learn to deal with it. That's what you're going to do. You ain't helping nobody. Everyone around you is suffering, especially those that live a healthy relationship. But they're probably not around you. Let me tell you again. If it went over in your head a thousand fucking times or twice. Should I stay or should I go? Fucking go. What should I do? You know what to do. You don't stay with somebody because you kind of like them. I never understand digging the hole deeper. When you like say we don't have obligations. Forcing a fucking square peg in a round hole. It never fucking works. So the reason y'all are so bitter and so fucking angry and the reason it gets fucking bad and the reason when you split, you're still at each other's throat 
It's because you waited too fucking long. And you fucking hate each other. You really want to fuck that person up. You look at their face and you want to fucking beat the shit out of them. Or maybe they feel the same about you. You fucking know it and you know it's true. You end it. And over time, you can be civil. If you don't have children, there's no reason. There's no reason not. If you do, they're in the middle of that shit. And let me say this before I go, because I could keep going. <clears throat> Even if you love your children, most people do. And I, most of the people I know are reasonably good parents. As far as providing, as far as shelter, as far as health care, as far as just loving them. But let me tell you this. I don't give a fuck how good you think you are. That relationship rules everything. That's what the fuck you're concerned with. You're concerned with keeping that motherfucker home. You're concerned with what the fuck is she doing? Where's he at? Why ain't he home? What's he doing? Why don't he love me? Why don't she love me? Why you got home so late? Why'd you spend so much money? What's this on your goddamn phone? Who you talking to? That's what you're fucking concerned with. You ain't fucking concerned with your kids. Your kids are on the back burner. There's no way that you can be at your best living that kind of life. So don't ever say it's about the kids and get offended when we tell you you don't love your kids like you say you do. You love this drama more than you love that. Because if you fucking did, you'd fucking do something about it. We're going to talk about more about this later. I don't know if it's next podcast or 10 podcasts later. Hey, I got a final piece, hopefully. A final piece in today that I was waiting for for this video podcast it ain't gonna be perfect it ain't gonna be all the bells and whistles and be beautiful but it's gonna be fucking savagery and it's gonna be fucking necessary I'm gonna go for now don't take no shit from no one be nice to many people as you can man y'all fucking stay humble and live savage love y'all